up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. All right, that shit's gonna be booming, man. <laughs> that stadium goes down there. Oh my god! AB voice booming. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, imagine that. Imagine waking up on Sunday morning, and you step out on your balcony with your morning coffee, and you see fucking just that burgundy and gold in the distance. I don't know what the name is gonna be, but it's been burgundy and gold in the distance. Nigga, I'm gonna be on the front step like, oh woo! <laughs> <laughs> that shit will be beautiful, bro. Yeah, man. Man, we ask Danny. He, he got stopped fumbling the bag, man. But you know what? It's it's kind of a thing. And this is where we'll start. I don't know if Danny can pull this off because Danny can't pull anything off. <laughs> that's why I'm so basically. Skeptical. I don't. That's why I'm so skeptical that this investigation is going to produce anything other than just what we already know from the piece. No, no, no. You should be more concerned that an investigation. Only to further embarrassment that they'll do an investigation that's so bad it'll make us look even worse. Yep. Elaborate on that. Like, we fuck up everything. <laughs> so why would I think that we could do an investigation? Damn, Cliff, we fuck up everything. Jesus. Like, how? why would I think this organization could investigate its own self? Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit who you hire to, from the outside. You are a cesspool. Mm -hmm. You're not capable of investigating your own selves. Period. First of all, you fired every single person. Like, these people have all been gone. Would you do an honest investigation? No. You You suck at life. And the fact of the matter is, the org and the NFL would rather just just goes away. But it's not going to go away. Yep. Because you have a stupid ass in charge. I mean, you just had an NBA NBA owner try to give you the guidelines on what you should do because he had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Get out in front of it. Speak up. Oh, but see, this, do something. But that's what I'm saying. We just started, right? They, only got, they got 15 women in the first story. You know there's more women. Of course. So you can't even really say anything right now. You also didn't even apologize nope. in your internal letter. Nope. You sent out a memo internally in which you didn't even offer any level of contrition. Nope. He made sure to put wifey on there, Dan and, from Dan and Tanya. Listen, man. That guy I think her name is, is the worst. <laughs> You're the worst. And like, it, it, I can't even say that it's because you're dumb. You're clearly not a dummy. So so you're just an awful person. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it boils down to. <laughs> like, right. No, and I'm looking at the situation, like, I'm trying to take the wide view of what's going on here and what has happened. And, you know, they say that Danny's not involved in a way. And I don't know if I believe that. I, if I had to, if I were a betting man, I would say I don't. But I just think about just, like, how this is all is some manifest, manifestation of how terrible of a person he actually is. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like all the terrible things he's done since he's been the owner of the Redskins and not even the on, on the field stuff, which has clearly been tragic, but just like 
from suing the city paper, suing Pat Hill, that 73-year-old, like, grandma who couldn't afford season tickets. Like, this nigga sued. Like, I forgot, I forgot all about that. Jeez, oh, man. Right. Like, <laughs> like, he's done turned Six Flags into a Scooby-Doo ghost town. He done ran Johnny Rockets into the ground. He Remember when he was profiting off of 9-11 memorabilia? Like, mm-hmm. remember that uh-huh. shit? I was yep. like, why would I, after seeing everything you've done, believe that you can do anything in good faith ever again? It's impossible. You have a track record that shows everything you do is the opposite of what you're trying to prove that you can do. Which why is why I give kinda, the benefit of the doubt. That's why I kind of feel like an idiot in thinking that, you know, maybe he can actually turn the corner and improve. Like, he fired Bruce. Like, okay, he realized Bruce was a total jackass. Okay, how I'm running this organization is completely wrong. I hire a coach-centric coach and Ron Rivera. Like, I'm trying to turn the corner. But then this story comes out, and then you put out that fuck-ass statement. You don't even face the music. You don't even show your face. Then you put out another statement with your wife. You still don't face the music. You don't apologize for anything that happened. You don't take any responsibility for anything that happened. It's just like you're just sitting on the yacht like, yeah, let me put out another statement and they'll deal with it. Like, that's not what you want to be the representative as your franchise. Like, that's not a good owner. That's not a good human being. Look, Do you have a heart? Seriously. (laughs) Fair question. You know what it reminds me of kind of, Corey and Cliff? Mm. Remember when the Mueller investigation came out and the results of the investigation were that while we can't indict Donald Trump, he probably isn't innocent of anything? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Donald yeah. Trump took that as total exoneration. That's yep. kind of what it reminds me of a little bit. Because, yes, the story didn't say that Donald, that uh, Daniel Snyder actually did anything to any of these women directly. Mm-hmm. But the manifestation of what you this organization to become led to it. And when he reads this piece and says that he's not involved directly, he probably takes it at, oh, well, this is not my fault. This isn't my problem. It actually is your problem. You bought this organization, and you've turned it into a cesspool. So stop trying to avoid taking accountability here. Mm -hmm. If he did that for once, if he just was contrite and said, you know what? My bad. I fucked this up. I'm going to do whatever it takes to fix it. It would go a long way, but he's incapable of even doing that. Yep. Well, listen, man, we've had a lot of people come through D.C. We've had people in and out the org since he's been here. There's only one constant. (laughs) It's him. Mm -hmm. All the fucked up things the org has done. He's never really apologized. Nope. Right? We've never heard from him. He can't apologize. Right. Well, that's one of the uh, telltale signs of a narcissist. Being completely unable to accept accountability or apologize for anything, even when it's your fault. So, I mean, nobody would ever doubt that he's that. But if this isn't like a blinking, flashing light saying, narcissist, narcissist. Like, this is is him. This is who Daniel Snyder is. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I said, man. I kind of feel like an idiot thinking he could possibly turn the corner, but like I, I, I don't know, man. It's 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 just disappointing because that's the team that we love, but we're our team, our franchise is led by an individual like this. He has no heart. No Let me heart, ask you guys no a question. No nothing. Let me ask you guys a question. So we all heard that um, Liz Clark, who co-authored that piece, and I forget who the gentleman was that co-authored it with her. I forgot his name. No, I forgot his name. Ah. Anyway, so they said that. Their inbox has been filled with 
mm-hmm. other women who are willing to come forward. How bad do you think this possibly could get? Oh, it could get real bad. I mean, they say this is this has been going on since they say what oh five oh six. This is tip of the iceberg, man. Mm-hmm. If if the first story, usually in these kind of things, the first story has a couple of women. Yep. Followed by like more coming forward. Fifteen means that they're probably 50, the number 60. is probably so absurd. Hundreds. Also, listen, Corey, I remember you and I were arguing about whether he's going to do an interview. Mm. What do you think he's going to say when they ask him about bullying um, the guy that used to be a cheerleader? Like, those kind of things, he can't, he's not capable of answering a question like that. Yeah. So he can't go in front of a camera. He's going to make himself look even worse. But how? I mean, but at some point, if we're if we're sitting here saying, I mean, you got to step out in front of this. You got to say something. And we say, how is he going to answer these questions? And what? Basically, he's going to continue to put out statements because he knows ultimately there's going to be questions that he doesn't want to face or he doesn't want to answer, right? Yeah. So in the end, we're never going to hear from him. I don't think so. <laughs> and if we start winning games, we'll hear from him. That's what I'll well, that's bu- yeah. I don't want to hear from you then. That's bullshit. But you, but you, but you see, you know how this is going to play out. Is if we do start winning games, he's going to start speaking, which is then going to seem like he's taking credit. Exactly. And there's going to be an issue between him and whatever coach it is. Like I, I that's sort of how I see that kind of shit going. I agree. I totally agree with you on that. I don't want him to get any of the credit when this shit gets turned around, if it ever gets turned around, because frankly. You don't deserve any of it. If Ron Rivera is able to turn this franchise around in a way where I'm able to show my face in public, that, that, that's just the bottom line here. I want to feel not embarrassed to be a Redskins fan. If he's able to do that and more, you don't get any of this credit, Danny. So I don't want you showing your face on the videos when that happens, bro, because you don't deserve any of this fucking acc- accolades. You are the problem. It's not like... The rest have a bad culture. You are the culture. The culture is you. Culture's been shitty since he since he bought the team. It's a, we should have known this was going to happen. It is a direct reflection of Daniel Snyder as a owner, as a businessman, as a person. We suck because you suck. So <laughs> I don't want you to get any of this credit when this is all worked out. You just sit your happy ass in the booth and write checks. And stay and out of the fucking the fuck headlines, up. bro. <laughs> Straight up. Mm. Straight up, bro. Re-fucking-sweet. Mm. Oh, man. Mm. I, I'm, I'm just so sick of this dude, man. Like, I, I think I had a moment this week where I was just like, and I, I'm sure everybody listening can relate to this, right? Especially now that I got a daughter and a wife. I put up with the losing. I put up with the embarrassment. I put up with the bad personnel moves, the bad coaching hires. I put up with all the embarrassment that came with being a Redskins fan. I even dealt with the name for as long as I could. I gotta draw the line somewhere, and this is clearly the line for me. I don't know how I'm gonna react as a Washington football club fan moving forward, but I know one of the things for sure is that Daniel Snyder is not getting one more red set of my money until he proves to me that this shit is turned the fuck around. Like, he, I'm sorry, man. I can't support this man. And if the only thing that he understands is my dollars and cents, he's not getting that anymore. I I made it a lot more 
than most wrestling fans have because so people have you see the stadium on Sundays, fifteen thousand fans, five thousand are actually Redskins fans or Washington football fans, I should say. Everybody's bailing on us, man. And the loyal ones like us, we kept going. We kept saying, "Give him a chance. Give him a chance. Give him a chance." When he didn't deserve one. I'm, I'm drawing the line here, man. I can't allow myself to be part of this shit anymore. If he's going to allow this shit to keep going, you got to fix this. I don't care how you do it. I don't care who you got to hire, who you got to bring in. Fix this shit. Because otherwise, I'm done. I can't. I wouldn't even say we were giving him a chance, Paul. We were just more of our love for the team. We were trying to look past his bullshit because Snyder's done a lot of bullshit for the fans as far as from the parking, charging us. You, I mean, we could probably make a list of the shit. That we should have known as red flags is this motherfucker. Hey, didn't he charge for training camp? camp? Remember that? Cliff, that was my next statement. It was like fifty dollars. It wasn't even just like ten bucks. It was like forty this, bucks. This training camp. Cliff. Was charging us Come on, to man. go to training Come on, man. camp. Come on, man. <laughs> fifty bucks for parking. No update to the stadium. The shit. Just, it's a reason it looks like a dump. I'm not gonna. Like I'm not gonna defend like, and say yeah. FedEx was. It, it hasn't always been a dump. There was a point in time when it was just built. It would look decent. Yes, it's one of the older model stadiums, but you would think someone would, he'd want his fan base to, you know, enjoy the Sunday experience at the stadium. Like, you would do something to improve the game day experience. Like it's a- more than the team being shitty. Uh, the traffic, it takes three hours to get home. Uh, you're charging me 50 bucks to get into the fucking stadium. Like, I mean, it, it, the list goes on and on, bro. It, it, it's just, it's just very disappointing. The fucking slumlord. Yeah, he's a slumlord. But like I said, remember earlier when I said he turned Six Flags into a Scooby Doo amusement park? That's what it looks like. That shit is fucking horrible. And he's treated FedEx Field the same exact way. He don't put mm-hmm. money into the infrastructure. He don't put money into the actual field unless he actually has to. He's right. ripping out seats, trying to keep the illusion that there's a waiting list for seats by making the actual capacity smaller and smaller and smaller. And now that shit looks. Horrible. Fuck the, the, the fucking like beams Lego, are rusting. Man. The fucking everything. All the signs are faded. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Dog, if you don't want, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cliff. There is no modern technology in the whole fucking building. Nope. When you get to FedEx, you can't tell what year it is. Nope. Straight up, you right. can't tell. Remember they put those TVs out there during. The, yep. Uh, yep. That was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That was a big deal. That's the least you could fucking do. <laughs> Fuck I, out of here, man. I was watching the um, 1987 Redskins on NFL Network. They had a little special on them, like on Friday night. And I think it was Jeff Bostick was talking about RFK, right? And how it was a squalid hellhole, frankly. I, it, that place was a dump as well. But at least that place had charisma. That place had, like, passionate fans. FedEx Field is all the dump that RFK is, was, and still is without the passion and the charisma and the loyal fans. It's just a dump. But it was a little pride behind RFK, you know what I mean? Right. You know what the, I'm saying? The, we, the stadium used to shake in the lower level with the fans chanting and shit. Like, yeah, I mean, they, that, they, that was our home. Like, this they is had what, good memories. Thank you, Cliff. We have... What Shitty is the memories. best thing that's ever happened at FedEx? <laughs> I would, you know what? I would challenge all the team people that write about this team to write down the top ten greatest things that have happened in FedEx by our team. Hmm. I, I remember probably... Mike Vick had a, a career night at FedEx Field, but that's not really good right. for us. That's what I'm saying. Do that happen for like someone on our team, like our team one? 
Only thing that stands out to me is when we won the division. 2012, won the division versus Dallas. That's the first thing that stands out. Could you name our top 10 wins at that stadium? Nope. And Dallas is about it. We don't really have that many big wins there. The thing about it is, if I actually sat down and made a list of the top 10 wins at FedEx Field, only about three or four of those games would be games of consequence. It would be a bunch of big regular season wins and nothing else. I'm like, so... I'm talking about a game where we went nine and seven to make the playoffs and win the division as the best game ever in the history of the stadium. Like, get the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. What about um, the '99 playoff game? <laughs> Listen, I don't give Danny just like we're talking about. Danny don't get no credit. You don't get credit for that either. That yeah, was he ain't Jack's team. Yeah, and you, and you that. fucked that all up. Yep. Because North, it up. North was a good coach, man. Yep. And we were trending up as a team. All up, you treated them like shit. Mm-hmm. Made that man sit there for hours. Came in, just fired him, and walked out. You know one thing I actually forgot about that team. You know that Danny tried to to nix the Brad Johnson trade when he bought the team. I forgot all about that. Well, that's why he ultimately brought brought in Jeff George. Yes, yeah, because he wanted Jeff George all the time. I know like, Jeff George. You fucking dumbass. Like, George had won something. Like, there was any reason to be excited about Jeff George. Like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Hmm. This team is 10 and 6. <laughs> you bring in Jeff You George. brought in Jeff George. Oh, man. Hmm. I honestly think we were on the right track with they, him, man. We were, Cliff. We yep. really were headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You came in, you started signing all types of people, whatever. Then you made it all about you, and the shit burned. Team is basically that was basically the start of the slums. That was our last team that was truly probably a contender, bro. We were a bobbled field goal kick away from being in the NFC Championship game, and we had a good roster. Yep, mm-hmm. our roster was young. We were pounding the rock, throwing right. the ball, played decent defense. Like they, we were trending up. We had draft picks coming. Like we yep. had, all, we looked like if the way they write about shit now. If you talked about our team in like '98. Like we would have been considered a team that was going to be a contender for the next four or five years. Yep. Like we had that the Lavar Samuels picks coming. Like yep. You would have thought we were headed for. We had two top five picks. This motherfucker buys the team, brings in Mark Carriers. Oh my god. So, look, man, he's a slumlord. We have to accept it. We have to hope that Ron Rivera gets at least some level of leeway to do what he needs to do, man. Well, that brings us to our next topic. Let's talk Rivera. Obviously, this is not going the, the way he wanted. Like this, there's no way he could have guessed when he it's took July. We're making that statement, bro. <laughs> can you imagine it's not going, going the way he wanted? Can you imagine going back to, to December and being Ron Rivera at a time where he signed the contract, where he chose us over the Giants? Fast forward seven months. Not just the Giants, Paul. Dallas. Right, he had his there were options. A few teams. He had, he had options. options. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this: if there's one person that I trust to come in here and try to fix this, it is him. Mm-hmm. He's per- somebody that can do it because he's done it before. All the people have criticized the way he handled the Jared Richardson situation in Carolina. He's been there before, at least. What did they, what did they criticize him about? They just pretty much saying that he didn't he didn't say enough. What's he supposed what, what, to say? Yeah, what the fuck could Rivera have done? 
and that's well, well that's the criticism i'm not saying i would criticize him for that i'm saying that's the criticism you know what, what, what could he have done it's like why do i have to answer questions about this exactly. this is not involving me exactly obviously this is bad you don't need me to say that my don't put my name in the headlines regarding any of this stuff i'm not involved in it so next time I, we see rivera he's gonna have a head full of gray hair like i don't like <laughs> when it comes to shit like this i'm like why do I have to answer questions for something illegal that someone else did? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that is bad what that man did. There's not much more I can say other than that. Like, Ron wasn't there for all that shenanigans, all that bullshit. Like, oh my god. Yeah. I just feel for him. I'm just hoping when we, like, when camp kicks off, if it does kick off, like, Ron can have the ability to focus on the football team because he wasn't brought in here to, you know, Discuss a front office dealing with sexual harassment cases and the owner not doing anything and yeah. treating women bad. Like it's, I'm just hoping that, like I told y'all earlier, I hope that they hire people to deal with this stuff, whether it be de- team president, general manager, whatever. Like get yeah, people you, in the front office to deal with the off the field stuff so the coach can focus on what he needs to focus on. But you know what? You he's, know, he has too many, he's wearing too many hats right now, Cliff. No, but you know what, man? We are similar to the Clippers in in one way is that like when when the Sterling stuff was going on Doc, Rever- Doc Rivers ended up getting way more power over the organization mm-hmm. right and that was a main part of the organization turning around obviously Ballmer came and bought the team but a lot of like what ended up happening with the team was helped by the fact that Doc Rivers was put in charge of things and he was like president and coach etc mm-hmm. Rivera can probably steer the ship, then bring someone else in to start doing the other things. Yeah. Like, this is probably a chance for him to even have more control. Now, Danny, you shut all the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Right. So you don't, like, nah, you're not in charge right now. It's funny you say that, because that's probably, he's probably at that point right now, like, no. I'm gonna. He has to be. There's no way that Ron Rivera, being the great coach and leader that he is, is equipped to handle this. Remember that, that meme where, like, I don't believe you have the facilities for this big man. You don't. I'm, you do not. There's no way you could. You're tasked with tra- with changing a name that's there for 87 years. Now you got to deal with this on top of a pandemic. And oh, and by the way, Ron, the you got to get your team ready in two weeks, by the way, just so you know. Like, you got to get ready for a season, too. Like, what the fuck? I Come don't on. know how he's going to do it. I don't know how he's even planning on attacking this. Like, this is too much responsibility for any one man to handle. What I suggest he does, and, you know, obviously he I'm sure he has a plan in place or he thinks he has a plan in place, just focus on the team. Focus on the team. Whatever comes to this investigation is going to come. You deal with that then. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen with the name change. I don't want Rivera handling that at all right now. I already talked on, on the last podcast about how I didn't think that he had the pulse of the fan base in the city, so he shouldn't be involved in that anyway. But we have training camp in less than 10 days. You got to get a team ready to play in September. I don't want you dealing with this. Let alone a team that he hasn't even sat down in a room yet, Paul. They just had Zoom meetings and shit. Mm-hmm. And we asked this man to pick a name, control this scandal, deal with a dip, dumbass owner. Like, no, man. I'm, I'm hoping he can get some more of his people. I don't care. Remember how we were seeing stuff on Twitter, people like Redskins, Carolina North, and all this shit? I don't give a fuck if he brings the whole front office from Carolina up here now. Bring so what you all gotta of do them. So you could focus on football because... That's why you were brought here to change the culture. I'm 
truly hoping he could get some more people to help him because that's a lot to ask for one man to do, man. And he's only been here for a couple, well, six, seven, eight months, and he hasn't even had a true meeting with his roster yet. Like, that's incredible. That's incredible to me, man. You have to actually flush out all the bad eggs. You yep. got to flush all of them out. And honestly, sitting there thinking about it now, I, I don't know if I trust any of the people that were here under Snyder and Bruce. Like, I would get rid of all of them. And I know, like, Doug. I well, they're Doug, all gone I'm now, Doug right? Williams, most of them are gone, and most of them are getting flushed out. Get them all gone. Yeah. You you all have the stink of one losing. Now you have the stink of this on you. Bring Santos and Man, they were the last two, right, from that previous Snyder. I, I mean, I don't know who else is in the building from the front office. I, I mean, I would have to sit down and look and see who is still left. But at this point, just get rid of all of them. The one thing I hope happens, like you were saying, Corey, there needs to be at some point a buffer between Dan and Ron. Not mm-hmm. for the point of actually giving Ron a superior, but to phase Dan out all the way. I don't want Dan to have his fingerprints on anything when it comes to this franchise unless it's signing somebody's check. And that's it. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. That's never going to happen. I but that's what that, but that's why I keep saying they got to bring in a team president, man. Like, and they that should be that should be at the top of the list right now. For I mean, obviously with all the stuff, who the who on, the fuck would want that? Job? I mean, I hear you, but it has to be somebody that Ron would trust, right? Why would I? Why why would someone take that job? Uh, Cliff, to be devil's advocate, or just to present this point, I should say, it seems like Ron is embracing this challenge. It's way more challenging than he thought it was going to be, but he's embracing the challenge. If he can talk somebody who he trusts into coming in with him and embracing this challenge as well, it would be for everybody's best interest, I believe. Yeah. But why would someone take that job? Well, because they believe in Rivera, though, because nothing connected to Snyder. I'm just, my right. purpose in saying that is there's, it's a lot of people in the league that look that think highly of Ron Rivera. So it's a lot of people that would be willing to work with him and take on a challenge. I'm not saying they'd want to come in and work with Danny, but it's due to Rivera and the type of person that he is. And how they know he operates, you know, I would think somebody want to come and work with him. Obviously, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot to turn around this ship, but there's people that would want to work with him. I think in this situation in Washington, I think, but who knows? Good luck. 